0: total wine and more announces points with a purpose now through september 13th collect five times points on wines and spirits points earned equals a matching donation to local charities up to two million dollars in total shop with us today or visit totalwine.com terms and conditions apply
1: it's time with bruce buffer
2: And now, it's time for the voice of mixed martial arts. We are it's
0: Bruce Buffer.
2: Bruce Buffer.
0: Hey, everybody, it's time. Again, I'm not Bruce Buffer. TJ DeSantis. Uh, Bruce gearing up for a uh, jam-packed uh, upcoming schedule, which, of course, features the UFC showdown between reigning and defending undisputed UFC Lightweight King Habib Nurmagomedov. He takes on the two-divisional champion and former UFC Lightweight King, Conor McGregor, the notorious one. Things are heating up. It is going down UFC 229. The world has changed, and Microsoft Teams is there to help us stay connected. Teams is the safe and secure way to chat, meet, call, and collaborate. To learn more, visit microsoft.com slash teams. One week from this Saturday night in Las Vegas, Nevada. Cannot wait for that one. And I can't wait for Buffer to come back. Should be back next week. And uh, we'll get you hyped up for all the action that is going down in Sin City. Today on the program, another archive show, but a fun one, a good one. Uh, With the recent retirement of Jake Ellenberger, we go back to our last interview with the juggernaut, talk about His early days in mixed martial arts and where he was at uh, during the time of this interview, which was in um, May of 2017, so about a year and a half ago. And um, interesting stuff. We talked to Jake about the potential uh, retirement that was in his future. And as I mentioned, uh, he did just finally hang up the gloves for the final time. So uh, interesting to chat with Jake. Also on the show, Sammy Phillips. She is our relationships expert, and uh, she talks about a relationship she was in at the time, and uh, it's interesting. Sammy always has some good stories, so uh, hopefully you sit back, relax, and enjoy this broadcast. In the meantime, you can get at us on Twitter at Bruce Buffer at TJ DeSantis. We're on Instagram as well at Bruce Buffer UFC, and again at TJ DeSantis. Also. If you are a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu fan, hopefully you will check out the Eddie Bravo Invitational. It is this Saturday night live on UFC Fight Pass, a 16-man, one-night combat Jiu-Jitsu tournament. It's going to be awesome. Features some uh, UFC stars like Tandon McCrory and Josh the Dentist near. So check that out. Uh, EBI 17, the combat Jiu-Jitsu middle- middleweights, uh, this Saturday night live on UFC Fight Pass. All right, without further ado... Uh, Bruce Buffer with Sam Phillips and Jake Ellenberger. This is It's Time Radio. We'll see you next week. I think it's uh, probably another good time to remind people that if they're going to go out and, you know, have a few cocktails, beverages, have some good times with friends, that if they do choose to drink this weekend, they need to do so responsibly and make sure they get home in a safe manner.
3: Lots of barbecues, lots of parties to go to, and everybody knows the risks of driving drunk. I mean, think about it. You can get in a crash. People get hurt or killed. Right. But let's take a moment to look at some really surprising statistics. One thing I want to point out, almost 29 people in the United States die every day in alcohol-impaired vehicle crashes. TJ, that's wild. That's one person every 50 minutes.
0: First, it's completely avoidable. I mean, think about all the consequences that come with drinking and driving. You know, you could hurt yourself. You could hurt someone else. You could lose your job. I mean, financially, uh, you want to talk about this not being a good decision. I mean, this can really hurt you and your family. A lot of things are going to happen.
3: Right. A lot of legal expenses and you probably will get arrested. You just don't want to think about those things. So plan a safe ride home before you start drinking. Designate a sober driver. We talk about it all the time. If you feel that you can't drive, it's very simple. Call a taxi. If someone you know has been drinking, take their keys. Arrange for them to get a sober ride home. That's called doing a good deed for a day, folks, because we all know the consequences of driving drunk.
0: And, you know, if you're a little bit buzzed, you think it's no big deal, no, you're drunk, and it is a big deal. So simply put, Drive sober or get pulled over. Hey, Bruce, ever since we've podcast together and talk about mixed martial arts, I've had listeners hit me up, friends, family say, you know, hey, who's going to win this fight? Who should I put my money on? And I know for a fact you get the same questions and you answer the same way every time. You don't exactly say who people should put their money on, but you do have a place where all of our listeners
3: can go and lay down some cash and do it in the best way possible. you got to check out a place called mybookie.com. See, here's a key thing, TJ. Whatever you're betting, it's just as important as to know who you're betting with. Right. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. And trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season. Here's the key reasons, TJ. They've been in business for years. They have great reviews online when I check them out. And their mobile site is easy to use. You lay down some cash, and hopefully you win big today. I was talking about fights, but my bookie is not just a fight bookie.
0: It's, uh, you know, there for the NFL, baseball, Uh, Everything from top to bottom, this is a full-service
3: online bookie. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, believe me, they pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you guys that like fantasy out there, Mm -hmm. you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player is going to score each game. That's huge. And I think
0: we got a little bit of a a deal going on with uh, my bookie that if our listeners go over there and use the promo code BUFFER upon uh their first deposit we will match their initial deposit dollar for dollar
3: exactly so when you go to mybookie.com use promo code buffer all in capitals B U F F E R to activate that offer so visit mybookie online today that's My Bookie, mybookie M Y B O O K I E and don't forget to use the promo code buffer when creating your account to claim the bonus it's real simple here it is you play you win you get paid and next up is our guest on the show today, none other than the juggernaut himself, Jake Ellenberger. Fresh off a UFC performance, we're going to go into it and talk about it today. And Jake, how are you? How's everything going?
2: I'm good, I'm good. Bruce, how about
3: you? I'm doing fantastic. You know, it's been uh, not too active, uh, UFCs, over the last four weeks. Um, actually, yeah, a little bit, but a couple weeks off kind of throws me into a loop sometimes when I'm not getting on the yeah. road and getting on a plane. Jake, it's always it's great. going to be a nice change, it's you know, a, a little It is. You know, you you catch up with family, you catch up with loved ones, and then you uh, realize that you have more time on your hands than you're used to when you're only home for three or four days at a time. It's an (laughs) adjustment, let me tell
2: you. I'm sure.
3: So, Jake, um, you know, recently at the UFC in Nashville, uh, you went up against Mike Perry. Uh, Again, I always, you know, respect and love watching you fight. I've been a fan of yours for so many years. I hate to see you lose. I hate to see any of my friends and great warriors lose. It was a brutal mm-hmm. knockout, an elbow, which is one of the greatest fighting techniques, of one, of the, one of the greatest street fighting techniques, in my opinion, known to man. Right. Uh, I don't know, very few people that would not have gotten knocked out by that shot that was received. So with all this, you've had time to reflect, time with your family, time with everything else. When I talk to people like being on the show, obviously, Jake, and I apologize for asking this question, but it's a question you've been asked already, I'm sure. People want to oh, know sure. what, yeah, you know, what is in store for the future. They, they're wondering after this long, glorious career you have, is it, is it time to put up the gloves? That's something I would never answer for you. I would just like to ask you and hear your answer where you're at today and what the future
2: holds. Sure, you know, it. Uh, you know, looking back to the fight too, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. It's, it's one of those things too. It's you, you never, you never plan for something like that to happen, and. Uh, it, it's really part of this, you know, part of what makes this sport great. I mean, the unpredictability. You know what I mean? I the, the million ways I envisioned this fight going that that was never even it, it never even a thought. So, uh, but yeah, unfortunately, it happens. You know, one mistake, one error can, can cost you a uh, cost you the fight. And uh, so yeah, I, I uh, you know, I've had some time to reflect and kind of kind of re, uh, re-, re- reevaluate my my career, my situation, but. Um, yeah, but I'm definitely not done yet. You know, I, I, I am, you know, I'm 32 years old. I just turned 32, you know, and then I know my, you know, I know that door's coming to do a close, but, uh, yeah, not it's not, not, we're not quite there yet, but, uh, you know, I've had some time to reflect and kind of get back to reality. But, um, but yeah, I would say I, we're, we're getting closer to, to you know, I, I'm not, I, I definitely know what time it is, but, uh, not not
3: quite done yet. Gotcha. And actually, I'm very excited to hear that. I, I'm, I'm happy to hear your answer. Because even though, you know, the reality is you've lost seven of your last nine fights, you've gone up against some mm-hmm. very strong warriors, Stephen Thompson, Jorge Masvidal, Robbie Lawler. I mean, come on. It's like, you know, these are people that nobody gets to face three fights in a row, much less, you know, every other fight. So you're taking on mm-hmm. a very, very tough division. You are 32. I agree with you. There is more fight in you. I, well, your contract with the UFC, without getting too personal, you have more fights on your contract, or how does your how does it work? Well, you you do consider that you'll end your career, continue your career, and eventually uh, end your career inside the UFC octagon? Is that your plan?
2: Yeah, that, that, that is the plan. I mean, you know, for me, I've, I've been fortunate enough too to have a great relationship with, with the UFC with Dana, um, you know, and really, really being a company guy. You know what I mean? I've, I've always been uh, very, very respectful and very. Uh, grateful for, for all the opportunities they've given me. Um, but yeah, I would say ideally, you know, I would like to end my career, you know, in in the UFC, nowhere else. And, uh, yeah, I I did sign four fights before this last one. So, uh, we, we would have three left. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I can't even, I couldn't give you a number. I don't know how many fights, um, how many fights left I have, but, uh, I, you know, I, I do know that fire is still burning.
3: Exactly, so. exactly, Jay. But you know what? I don't think it's like anything else in life. The only thing you can go if, go for for me, example for me, is my next UFC, which is in Dallas, two eleven coming up. I don't think beyond. Hmm. I don't think beyond that. Just like you thinking beyond your guns, whoever the next gunfight is for you, that's really all it is. It's fight by fight by fight. You know, surviving the fight, moving right. on to take the next one. I wouldn't dwell on when I was personally. If there's advice here i'm not trying to give you advice by any standards it's just my opinion but it's like you got to go out there knowing the warrior you are knowing that you're going to go in and do your best forgetting about <clears> the last <throat> fight and just thinking about the next fight you got three fights on your contract right. that's the way it is that's life i mean you know we, who's going to be undefeated in the ufc octagon can you tell me that will ever <laughs> be an undefeated fighter in ufc octagon
2: no there won't be yeah. exactly and, and I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because Yeah, it it proves this is this is definitely the toughest sport. I mean, hands down in all combat sports. I mean, you see, you see some of the best some of the best guys, and and even me being from being a fan from watching the sport grow from where it's been, um, you know, and and seeing having having seen you've been there since the beginning and and to what it's become is quite incredible. So, yet even from the fan inside me, it's 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 you know I I I feel sometimes the fighters forget that. you know, this is a privilege and, uh, and, and an honor to, to be a part of. Hey, Jake, that
0: circuit outside the UFC is is pretty gnarly. It's it's changed quite a bit since 2005 when you came up. Uh, I don't know if you know this person. I actually got to see Jake's... Uh, sixth professional bout in a place called Medina, Minnesota, in the Medina Ballroom, part of a, <laughs> an extreme challenge it's not, it's
3: not Medina, it's Medina? It's Medina Ooh, there. I said yeah, that wrong before. That's all right, that's all right. But,
0: uh, Jake, I mean, you, I, I say that there are multiple generations of uh, fighters, and I think you're the third generation uh, of fighter, which uh, started right around the time you turned pro, Uh what was it like coming up at that time? Because the guys that you were replacing, in, in my opinion, you know, the, the, the Jen's Pulvers of the world's, the, the, the Pat Militich mm-hmm. the second generations from the pioneers. Uh, how much has this sport changed from when you started fighting in 2005 to, you know, 12 years later now in 2017?
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's changed. It's changed so much. I mean, you know, you had my first fight in 2005 and, uh, just, just kind of watching it evolve too. You know, I, I, I'm from Omaha, and uh, yeah, I trained quite a bit at, at Pat Millett's gym. And, and at the time, you know, I had seen guys like Matt Hughes and and the Jens Pulver and the um, Spencer Fisher, the guys, you know, the guys that were uh, incredible fighters. And, and uh, just to see where it's see where it's gone and where it's still going is, is it's incredible. I mean, obviously, it's a it, it, you know entertainment business, and it's, it's a pay per view drawn sport and and it, you know i, I think daniel Lorenzo and, and everybody who you know was was the original people that kind of started in this organization they they knew where it was going and uh you know it just to be a part of has it, been 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 quite a credi- incredible experience but uh yeah i mean as far as uh, as far as to see like where to where i've got to be a part of i would say it's it is it's, it's really cool to see and even to see where it's still going, you see this, you know, I, I see kids in the, kids in the gym and in, wrestling too. that are like, have started so much younger than I did and uh, are just extremely resilient and seeing how, how much more competitive it's gotten. It's, it's, it's
0: insane. Jake, uh, you know, I talked about that evolutionary process of mixed martial arts and where you were at in it. You know, for me, you were the first person to really sort of exemplify what it meant to cut weight. Because I remember the guy that you fought, Evan Bomer, he was significantly smaller than you. It, obviously, you both you know weighed in on point around 170 pounds, but Evan was a guy that should have mm-hmm. been fighting at 145. And I remember when, when Jake walked to the cage, Bruce, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, that is what a welterweight looks like. I had never seen a man <laughs> fight that was as, as wide as he was tall, and Jake Ellenberger was that first man. Uh, for me in person, in, in a mixed martial arts uh, base,
3: hey, wrestlers can be very, very scary yeah. there's no question, and one thing about Jake he's always stayed in shape yeah Jake's one of those fighters which I really appreciate and respect three hundred sixty five days a year twenty four seven i'm in shape I'm ready to go. you know you talk about I appreciate that this... oh my pleasure, Jake. You talk about the uh, spectacle to sport, you know, which is really what we 've all seen over the time. there's a story that just came out recently before I let you go, Jake, I want to get your opinion on it's, huh? in my opinion, it's really disgusting. That this is taking place but in japan there's a 12 year old girl that's set for her amateur mma debut on may 20th and she's going to be fighting a 24 year old what 24 year old woman uh. this isn't a sport that's that is ridiculous no. okay now the fight will be contested at a minimum weight which is 95 pounds right the girl that's going to be fight, she's it's a big be, twelve year old. Yeah, she's taking her debut against a girl that's had a two and three amateur record. Okay, not the greatest record as an amateur, but this is just wrong. It's wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: Jake, do you have any kids? I do. I have a son right now. Um, he'll be two in July.
0: And, and what are your thoughts on his martial arts journey? Have you have you thought about if whether or not you're going to you know introduce wrestling and jujitsu and the onslaught of everything that you've studied over the years to your son?
2: Yeah, you know, definitely. So I think about a lot too. Um, uh, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll introduce. So I'll show them a lot of things. I, I'm not going to be one of those one of those crazy dads. Like I used to, I used to ref and and uh, ref like wrestling matches, and I'd see, you see these crazy dads. Like, and I'm talking about like four and five year olds. Like, right. I'm I'm refing, and you see these dads that are <laughs> like like slapping them, and like if, if one of them started crying, you'd be he'd yelling at them, like don't. Don't even come in is the, it, is it, but it's crazy to see some of the the antics of the of the, of the parents. But for me, you know, I'll, I'll introduce him to everything, like all kind, of, you know, anything he, he wants to play, I'll let him. As far as sport wise, but yeah, he'll he'll, uh, you know, he'll definitely be a martial artist. But I think uh, as far as what he pursues is up to him, you know.
3: I think one of the first things to teach him is like this. Is just again, my opinion is what isn't in my life. Uh, when I'm growing up with my dad, the first thing he taught me in fighting, he taught me. Boxing and stuff. When I was literally teaching me that around five and six, and how to move and stuff. But his main well, thing for me was teaching me how to handle the bully that I was going to confront, which was bound to happen going to school. And just the important thing was to punch him right between the eyes and keep punching until you until it stops, whether right. you win or lose. So maybe that might be the first thing to teach your son. I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's it's really funny because my my dad actually told me the same thing. It was you get you hit him you hit him right in the nose or in between the eyes yep. and. You hit him as hard as you can, and it, and that's it. And I promise that he won't he won't he won't bully you again. And all right, so that's yeah, good advice.
3: Good, <laughs> it, it worked for me actually. I, I after my first encounter, I he taught me a foot stomp, and I was grabbed from behind. And I foot stomped the kid, and he started crying. And I thought to myself, I'm going to listen to everything my dad tells me wow. from now on. Was yeah. your
0: dad Marco Huas?
3: My dad just teaching. <laughs> No my, no, my dad was the hand-to-hand combat instructor at, at Camp Pendleton for the Marine Corps. So it's like, you know, I was learning all these things. It's like, Dad, I don't want to kill my, you know, right, seven-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'll punch right. him, but I don't want to kill him. He's teaching <laughs> you McMahs. Right, <laughs> right. Exactly. My goodness. Jake, you are thinking beyond your guns. you got your podcast with John Orlando, who's also a friend of mine, and uh, and— I know that's going really well. I was on your show with Boss Rutten recently, and I congratulate you on all that. You know, you, you got the fight. You think it'd be on your guns, and it's time to prepare for the future, my man. And you want to still, and I'm proud to hear that you're still going to be the octagon warrior that we all, you know, love to watch fight.
2: Oh, I appreciate that, yeah. Thanks so much. And, yeah, you know, things are going well. We've got have got a lot of, a lot of things in the in the works for, for the future, and, uh, you know, it's it's it'll live to fight another day. Exactly.
3: A little side note, TJ, do you know who John Orlando's dad is? No. Tony Orlando. Tony Orlando in Milan. Oh, wow. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. of course. And sure. Tony and I know you know Sammy, yeah. <laughs> Her mic's so, not on yet. That's okay. That's okay. But um uh Tony's a huge fan of the UFC. Huge fan of cool. the UFC. He was even in Nashville to watch really? jake fight yeah that's wow. how that's a big a fan he is and in vegas he goes to all the shows he can yeah still look great like, what is he 72
2: yeah yeah great guy i know wow. I think he's yeah early 70 looks looks great looks fantastic
3: yeah looks incredible people realize that's one of the biggest tv stars around back, for sure in the back no know.
2: doubt about it
0: so hey, J- hey just real quick last thing for me jake uh i mentioned huh? being inside the medina entertainment center when you fought evan bomer so many years ago <laughs> uh uh, obviously, I think uh, I'll probably still have a couple interviews with you going forward. Uh, you know, as my responsibilities with with Sherdog. Sure but uh, thank you for everything you've given uh, mixed martial arts. You know, I'm, I'm a Midwestern kid from Minneapolis, and and you know, you being from Omaha, getting to the UFC, that meant uh, a lot for me and, and my part of the country. And uh, you know, I, I can't wait to you know see what's next for you in the UFC. But but honestly, uh, I appreciate everything you've done for the sport, and uh, it's been a pleasure
2: watching you. Oh yeah, thank you, TJ. I appreciate that. It's funny you mention that because even like people always ask me, like, did you anticipate doing what you're doing or be you know becoming a fighter? Even even when I was just like when I was a fan and I looked up to these guys, you know, Chuck Liddell, George St. Pierre, these guys that I'm like, you know, one day my my original goal was one day I'll get to fight in the UFC. Like that, how how insane, you know, how cool would that be to, to fight once in the UFC? Right. Which was which was really my original goal when I when I was. Competing and and uh, really fell in love with mixed martial arts, and so you know, going from there to exactly, you know, it's like I'm I, I eighteen fights now. I've had eighteen in the UFC, which is is wow. it's crazy to even say. <laughs> it's insane, but
0: uh, you know, know what I mean. It's
2: like, to, to, to the opportunities and
0: to, to put that to put that into perspective. I think when when Jake first started fighting in mixed martial arts, uh, the record for most appearances. In the UFC was 15, mm-hmm. and that was owned by Tank Abbott. So, so many things have changed because Tank is—I is mean, he's a—he's a footnote and a, and a pioneer and whatnot. But uh, I like mm-hmm. these modern-day records, and the—the uh, the fact that you've made 18 walks to the octagon is a testament. Uh, to your durability, and uh, to to sustain in, in your division, too. The welterweight division, it's, it's like the best of Brutal. both worlds. You have guys that are very quick but still very powerful. It's like oh, lightweight. It's, it's you, crazy stuff.
3: There's a thing in boxing. We say that the middleweights, which are around 170, uh, mm-hmm. that a man weighing 170 pounds is capable of knocking out everybody from lightweight to heavyweight. Yeah. It's, it's a right. fast, speedy, extremely strong, especially with a wrestling base. You know, just tremendous respect. And we talk about your record and future records. I'm going to let you go here, Jake, in 30 seconds. But I'm going to make a little prediction with you on the on the line right now. That I've been reading, and I said this before. Mm-hmm. Chuck Liddell is a warrior. He right. will fight anybody, anywhere, anytime. He is mm-hmm. in a free moment right now. He's retired, but I said about six months ago, I have this funny feeling that we're going to see Chuck Liddell fight again. I'm not saying where. Right. I just have this funny feeling that it's- I. Yeah. I, I know, but I, I I know it's not that I want him to as much as I would love to see him to sure. And I've talked right. I've talked to John Hackelman, you know, about this. And then I read yesterday John Hackelman commentating about potentially a three million dollar fight. Yeah, for Chuck he and, was
0: on Anakin Florian's yeah. podcast. Oh, this was week. that okay? Yeah. So that was
3: it. So this kind of backs up this gut feeling I have that we're going to see Chuck Liddell throw down again.
0: There's always a demand for pioneers, and oh, who wouldn't want to watch Chuck right, Liddell? Of course, it's just whether or not someone actually has three million dollars to to throw out there and. I, I hope Chuck doesn't. I mean, Chuck has nothing left to prove. I don't want nothing do, at all. I mean, I would hate to say don't make three million dollars, but you the, can't say that to me, right? <laughs> yeah.
3: hey, Jake, don't make three million, okay? Yeah,
2: no, but yeah, right. And yeah, that'd be a hard one to turn down, to be honest.
3: Well, all I'm simply saying by this, Jake, is that when it is time to have that wonderful walk in the sun and go on to what your future holds, once no. you make that move, stay with that move. You know,
2: I agree. I do. I, I agree completely. But. uh yeah, I was I was a massive fan. But I still am of Chuck, and, and you know he's always been a a guy that I've looked up to, and and, and uh, always enjoyed watching. So I love Chuck, oh, yeah, my favorites know. of all time. Incredible. Great guy. Great guy. <laughs> great,
3: yeah, on a personal level, <laughs> he's he's a great guy. A lot of fun hanging out with Chuck Liddell. But right now we're hanging out with Jake Ellenberger. Jake, we're going to let you go. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Can't wait to be there. Oh, you your it. name. He, again.
0: He, he's a Midwesterner like me that, that has escaped the cold and has come uh, out west. So if you ever find yourself in <laughs> L.A., Jake, let us know. We'll have you in studio. We'll hang out a little, little bit and uh, you know talk more uh, fringe stuff. Uh, Guaranteed. The sport. No,
2: I, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, Jake. Take care, buddy
0: i like jake ellenberger man um what's not to like one one of yeah. one of the true pioneers when it comes to uh mixed martial arts and and you know the the second generation of pioneers a lot of people hear the word pioneer and they think Hoyce gracie and ken Shamrock. Uh, jake ellenberger is a pioneer in a completely different evolutionary periods right it
3: was this then there was jake's period and now he's in the current period right you know? no doubt about it i Would've
1: said hello to him had my microphone been on. Well, I mean, I'm to, just
0: saying. To, to be honest, Sammy,
3: if, if there someone,
1: was no no, 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 Sam no no time, if someone would have showed up on, on time, time, someone would have showed up on time. Uh, would have been I all was right. on time. No, 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 no. Right
3: now we've got 25 minutes.
1: I was on time. I was on time.
3: 12:30.
0: 12:30 is on, 1230's on time.
1: time. You start at one.
3: No, no. Nope. we start at 12:30.
1: No, since when?
3: Well, we set up for 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay we start at 12, whatever. We start at 1240. You still that okay, uh, we, got, we got a lot of good stuff here. Okay, I want to Good, go good, over.
1: good. Let's get to it. Okay. I miss you guys. First and foremost, Jesus Christ, is it recording me? Do you know Siri follows me everywhere? Well, and my phone just miraculously records crap really? and sends it to people. Yes. Can you turn it that phone off for people? now? No, it's <laughs> off. It's. Oh, to the F, to the F. If that's my weird. phone
0: randomly sent messages to people, oh, it's scary. I, would, I would delete all of my contacts.
1: Whoa, that's extreme. Well, I mean— Just be careful not to butt voice memo Donald. right? Hey, listen, fine.
3: I have had—we're on air, right? Of course we are. Okay, so I have had—I went through one of those situations with a girl that I was dating, and something happened that I had to tell my friend because I was a little upset about the way the girl handled herself in a social situation— I text this detailed text to her yes. instead of him. Yes. Did we start? Did we go out with each other after that? No. The relationship kind of came to an end after that. But Screeching you know, halt. oh god. And at this after, I'm hearing her telling me how much she loves me, but that the love obviously disappeared really quick. You know, be careful when you text. I found myself yesterday doing that. I almost hit the button. I'm like, no. You guys yeah. have to be careful. Everyone has been.
1: A victim to it. I'm just saying.
0: Well, it, it's very easy, especially if you have the iPhone, which I think all three of us yeah, do. Yeah, we're iPhoneers. The, um, the text feature, you just
1: click on something. But there's a voice yeah. thing where it literally will just record you and wow. then send it. I don't know. That's I don't know. terrifying. No, I know. I always tell people if you get something that makes no sense for me, disregard.
3: Should we uh, start off?
0: No, I mean, we'll, we'll circle back. Everyone listening and watching at home. The illusions over. We haven't recorded the beginning of the show yet, but uh, let's just let's finish with this part, and uh, okay. we'll, we'll go through hard, and and we'll set things
1: up, and in then post. get soft. Okay.
3: So, uh, I mean, what? Go mis-
1: through hard, get soft. I, I, Isn't that the protocol? I, I don't know. Sammy
3: Phillips is on the show, folks. Uh, disclaimer: If you're under eighteen, ask mom and dad if it's okay to listen to its time radio this week. You never know what you're going to hear Mm-mm. when the beautiful, the sensual Sammy Phillips is guest hosting on It's Time Radio. We're just
0: here for the ride when
3: Sam's here. That's not The double entendres that are being thrown out in the last two minutes are going to be going. I
0: I can't say anything around here. It's around Sammy, not around me. What?
1: It's not me. It's you guys. Lead a horse to water. That horse drinks. Gulps. (laughs) I'm just saying. Gulp, gulp, gulp.
3: By the way, you're looking very pretty.
1: Oh, thank you. I put on makeup because we're now recording these things. Can you turn off your cell uh, phones? That would be Bruce Buffer. Buffer. I'm sorry. That is not me.
0: It's almost like we haven't done this podcast for almost a decade. I
3: thought I, tur- I, thought I turned it off. See, sorry. you wanted
1: to blame me. Well, I mean, you were the yeah. one that was super late. I was not super late. I said I was gonna be here by one. I said it. It's not like I didn't say
3: it. All right, let's not spend ten minutes on the ten minutes you were. Right. I love both of you. I thank you. Say See, that.
1: thank you. Love is in the air. Blues. I legitimately okay.
3: have love for both of you. Oh
1: what? Whoa. Yeah. Hang on. Bullshit. Sorry I had to say the word. Wow. What he has never said he loves me. Remember? He refuses to he
0: say just, that. I just did. Are you ready? I mean, Get, can People you can it? grow.
3: People I, can grow. But it's
1: like breaking news. Where is the CNN scroll? Yeah, thank you. Hello. Where is breaking news music? Come on. Come on, TJ DeSantis. Okay, so he has never, ever, he has absolutely refused saying that we don't have that kind of relationship. He only says that to his wife, deedly deedly Do. No, that's not what I said. Yeah, that's I'm paraphrasing.
0: I've never said that I only say it to my wife because I'll say it to a lot of people. Just not me. I don't throw it
1: around. No. All right? I don't throw it around. I know, but All right, no. so maybe, Sam. I made an argument in the past, like, we've known each other seven, eight years. We've worked together. We have a lot of love. I love you. You were like, I can't say I love you back.
3: But now he said it's it. So See, it's opened up a whole maybe, new door to your relationship. Maybe,
0: maybe it wasn't even so much that I didn't love you at the time. He maybe just couldn't just admit it. Maybe that just wasn't the right moment to say it. It's like a good hug. I don't genuinely like hugging people.
1: I have a question. What? When you're dating... And you're hanging. It's for me,
3: not for him. Yeah, He's well, married.
1: clearly. But he had to have dated his wife before saying, I love you. When do you go? I love you. Do you casually say, I love you to friends or is no, it you reserved say... only for? I think it
3: ranges from this I love what we did tonight. Oh. I would love <laughs> to see you again. Oh, uh, okay. I love that movie. Uh huh. I love this dinner. I love my mom. I'm starting to have feelings for you. Okay. I love you. It's like a graduation, okay? There's different levels of love. And about, some people throw out the word love much too cheaply. What about I've after said it, orgasm? i said it to maybe three or four women I've seriously been in love with in my life. In bed, during sex, I love you. No, no, no. If I said it meaning that, it's, it's not in that situation. I mean, that can come out afterwards mm. in, in different ways. But I'm talking about in a conversation, you know, looking at them and say, hey, you know, I, I love you.
1: Okay, so what happens if a girl is in your bed and after the throes of passionate sex, as you can bring any woman to climaxes beyond and she <laughs> maybe you, and maybe she like has a little tear in her eye and it leaps like before she could even stop it pair of paragliding off her tongue goes i love you
3: what do you do, do- glad you're having fun oh good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> glad we're having a great time right now. unless i happen to love her if i'm in love with her then i'll say it back i do not lie to women But does it push you away
1: if you think that she's got more deeper feelings for you than you maybe might have for her at the time? in
3: in the situation you're describing in the throes of passion, that's like a very emotional moment. You know, even entertaining what she's saying to me. So I'd be sensitive to that to still make it a beautiful moment if I thought I went a little too far. Then when everything settled down and we're having a little
1: dinner a little (laughs)
3: tete-a-tete afterwards... I would go back because I I believe in communication (laughs) and I would clarify the level of love that was being expressed. Right, right. right. There's one thing to say I love you. Right. There's another thing to say I have love for you. And there's one thing to say I'm
1: in love. Okay, so which did you use for me? Did you say I have love for you or I "I love you?
3: Has love for you. I said I have legitimate love Love. for both of you.
1: Okay.
0: Now, my wife said I love you to me on our third date. What? Complete accident. See, so, this is what uh, I'm talking so, about. It came
3: out. She was feeling it. It's beautiful. No, no, no,
0: no, no, no. It was not that at all. I wish it was beautiful. Uh, her family says, I love you to end every conversation. Mm. So, as she was getting out of the car, just See, by I habit, do that too. I do that she too. said to me, All right, I'll talk to you later. I love you. And I was like, Whoa.
3: <laughs> and uh, uh, is that when you pers- went buttering? Yeah, personal no, question, no. personal question, if mm-hmm. I may. Sure, yeah, we've been... Were you intimate with your wife by the third date? No, God, no. Oh, my that's wife's a pretty a, big statement, my, to say that.
0: My wife's a lady, and we... we <laughs> ladies, ladies
3: can still, you know...
0: We've been together 12 be years intimate? ago. We've been, we, we've been together 12 years now. So, uh, I mean, uh, granted, I think there was still that third date, sort of, not myth, but like gen <sighs> okay. rule or whatever back in 2005, but... Oh, that third date rule's been Wait, we've forever. been together
3: for 15 years. Son of a gun. You just missed three years and just remember three years? Uh-huh.
0: No, I mean, I just did the math. 20, 2005 to 2017. Oh, wait, no, that's 12 years. Hey, listen. I don't know. Congratulations. Whatever. Yeah, Damn, no, that's, that's in time. As long as it's not minutes, or as long as it's minutes, I'm good with math. But. I have a question. Uh-oh. Uh oh.
1: No, for real. I want a guy's take on this. For real. For real and seriousness. Oh, everybody listening
3: I, and I, watching, uh
0: I, I want to close one thing just real quick with my wife saying I love you on the third date. We made a bit out of it. So, every time we say goodbye to each other uh, instead of saying, I love you. We would say I love. And then anything that rhymed with you. Very so cool. I love nice. shoes. I love, um, Yous. blues. Huh. So, uh, now 12 years later, sometimes when I want to text my wife, I love you. I'll just text her a shoe. Emoji, because I love shoes.
1: <laughs> That's so cute, it's cute. isn't it? It's a, That's adorable. Makes thing. me want to be in a relationship. All right,
0: how about we got, go on to some Wait, news? Wait, can I? Well, I, oh, get, get, get,
1: yes, get I have a quick question, yeah, yeah. a guy question. I need your opinion. Oh, yeah, okay. okay, so I have gone out with a specific person. <laughs> a specific person.
0: The elderly okay. man, right? Yeah. No,
1: no, 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 not the seventy-year-old. No, no, these old news. <laughs> Yeah, get literally. Is he still around? Right. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is in the uh, the obituary. Nah. Yeah. He's grim. still sorry. above ground, guys. Come on. Sorry. Okay. So I've gone out. Cremated, huh? Just kidding. Go ahead. Oh my God. <laughs> what do they call those mausoleums? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Go ahead. You guys are
1: fucked up. Okay. Sorry for the curse. Okay. Not really. But so I've gone out with a particular person twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. First time, hung out. Don't really know each other, knew each other over social media. How'd you meet? Uh, Tinder? No. Oh, okay. Via an email. Just
3: go ahead. Just talk,
1: okay, So question, I'm, question tr- I'm trying. I'm just Jesus. getting backstory here. Yeah, Paul. yeah, no. Backstory is important. So the first time we actually meet, we hang out. We hang out to 2.30 in the morning. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Talking, talking. Very interesting guy. Funny. I like him. Don't know a lot about him, getting to know him. Normally, guys always want to ask you about you. I asked all about this guy. 2.30 in the morning, we leave. He, I, actually, he leaves. And we say goodbye. Hug, big hearty hug, like a hug. Like an appreciative, like you're
3: a great human being hug. Did pelvises touch during the hug? Uh, or was it a hug hug?
1: It was like a, a hearty hug. It wasn't okay. just like a, a flimsy hug. Not it was a sensual like hug. hug, it was a good but hug. It was like a, yeah. like a good hug. Good. Okay, second time. We hang out. Mm-hmm. I go to his place. Mm. He takes me to dinner. Mm. We end up back at his place mm-hmm. to 2.30 in the morning talking again. Mm. On the same couch. Close. So I'm doing things like, you know, touching his leg when I'm making a You're trying a point. to give
3: him a sign. Yeah. I'm giving him, yeah.
1: like, 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 physical cues.
3: When women touch you, they're interested.
1: Hello. So, I mean, and... Check it out. This guy knows my whole radio shtick. He knows me from the radio from years ago. So he knows, one would suspect and hope, that I put out on the first date. What the hell is this guy's problem? He could have gotten ahead the first freaking date. So here we are, date number fucking two. Okay, I'm saying it's a date. We're hanging out, because I don't even know if it was a date. It's still a date you're together. I don't even know what the fuck it was. You're together. It's okay, a Okay, whatever. Oh, what, we're hanging out.
0: What is a date these days Okay, anymore? this is what no. I, don't even, yeah. I don't even know. Right, go on, go on, go on.
1: Okay, so 2.30 in the morning... I called the Uber because it is getting late. I had to work the next day. He had to work the next day. Blah blah. Uh, at the front door, hearty hug one more time, and then a hearty peck. Mean like more than a. It was more like like mm-hmm. no.
3: But no open mouth, no No, so it was almost like
1: an O kiss. Quick O kiss. Yeah, it was a quick O kiss. No tongue, no time for a tongue. It would be awkward anyway. Okay. There's an Uber outside. And this is the first kiss? Second, well, okay. Second date, first Second. kiss. Yes, but okay. it, I wouldn't even quantify it as an actual kiss. No. It was just a hearty peck goodbye. I so So he
0: kissed you like a passionate eighth grader.
1: Uh... I don't even know if it was that. Again, I feel it was like a lot of appreciation. Like yeah, you kiss your like, like, like you're like a your great human. Like your mom, to, and, you, to your mom to and you your mom and he was just home for
3: dinner and he's saying goodbye. Go ahead. No,
1: I think <laughs> it was not like a mom. One hopes that one doesn't kiss like that because it's sort of openish. So that would. Be, How old is he? Uh, not quite fifty.
3: Could okay. you have could you have taken the kiss farther? or Are you just reacting to his? his
1: I'm intentions? taking his cues because, like you know, also I'm not used to this. Like. Going out, not doing anything, being like a normal person. Okay, so here's getting nothing wrong point. with that. Okay, so you said something, TJ, about three date rule or something of this nature. Well, so I now, mean that's the general rule. Okay, right? so this is my question. The next time that we're gonna see each other, where we're, we're uh, hanging out, we're supposed to see each other this week, just in a casual scenario mm-hmm. with with friends or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But like the next time we're gonna hang out is next week. He's gonna come over to my house, and then I'm gonna make dinner. Now, do I wait for him to make a move on me? Do I be extremely inviting? Do I just go, hey, blank, blank, Can what I, is the deal?
3: I got it. Can I? I'm taking it from here. All right. I, Buffer. I totally got the answer Buffer's going to wax. First question to you. Are you attracted to this man? Fuck yeah. Okay, so then you're interested in it's being f- with him. Yeah. What's happened here? I just say one
1: thing really quick. You guys know if I agree to go on a date with you, that means... Right. I'm You've said it on the show a million you. times. Yes. Right. So
3: what you're dealing with here is you're dealing with a situation. Do you think he likes me. Yes. Oh. Yes, because okay. what you're dealing with is you're dealing with a gentleman.
1: But maybe he doesn't know yet, so maybe that's why well, he doesn't want to no, get no, no, involved. Let me finish. I got.
3: I got it. I got it. You're so used to, and I've been through this in my own life, where you know, I told this story to you a long time ago that when I broke up out of a serious relationship where I was almost going to get married, I started dating again, and after a few months of dating, I looked at myself in the mirror and like, why does. All these girls just want to sleep with me. Why does nobody want to get to know me? You know, it's like that kind of thing. Right. You're in reversal now. Right. You have a guy that wants to get to know you, which is a beautiful thing, whether yeah. it's a woman to me or a guy to you, or a woman to a man. And I want to get to know him. And you want to get so that's what's happening. Yeah. yeah. So now but, I, but wait, wait, wait. But as is a man he attracted though. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, as God. a man. Okay, hang uh, uh, on. Go I got it. As a man. For me in my lifetime, when that third or fourth date happened, it doesn't happen today so much because women, girls, don't cook like they used to. Oh, I cook. Right. So now you're, when I knew that I was going over to her house and she was making me dinner, that was like ultimately it was all going to flow. And in his head, he's probably going to be more comfortable. I would suggest that you dress. And a negligee. No, 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 no. Just <laughs> sensual, as you're so good at doing. Sweatpants and so a T-shirt, no, like my norm. No, no. a T-shirt. No, I would no. change a, a little, dress? You can put on a little maid's outfit, whatever. What? But I mean, no, I'm just saying dress That's too to obvious. impress in the re- relation to what you're... Do you think sweatpants and a sweatshirt is the way to greet a guy that you're interested in taking further? Yeah, I don't wear underwear.
0: I'm a weirdo. I think there's nothing hotter than a woman in her home wearing See, sweatpants. Thank you. A- this is all hard. right, that's fine. Let's, okay. That's I'm, fine because I am with you, TJ. I'm yeah. with you, and
3: I absolutely agree. Easy done. Yeah. So, yeah. so the Hello. bottom. <laughs> yeah, that's not exactly what I was going for. Yeah. But, it's know. either a, 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 a summer dress or what has been termed a doomy dress because it's. <laughs> in this oh. case, it's sweatpants, and it's. <laughs> so anyway, all the kidding aside, yeah, I think you're setting the perfect tone. To have this, where maybe this time, instead of reacting to how he reacts to you, press it a little bit when the time is right.
1: Should I kiss him? Yeah, why not? Really? Why do not? You, do I you know, but you know what? I am such a man in so many things. I'm not a man. But, I mean, I'm, like, very alpha. Your, your I personality I wanna, is,
0: is such, I, I'm yeah. alpha in
1: business. I'm alpha in relationships, my friendships, all kinds of shit. I want to be the woman. I want, I don't you know. You want to be pursued. Or I just want to feel feminine. <laughs> sure, I get that. You know, Without having to wear a freaking fracking dress. Can,
0: can I tell you, you were, you were questioning if he's attracted to you? Yes. He's already proven that with one gigantic thing that you said. You said The hearty he, pack? No, oh. no, no. You said that he wanted to uh, hang out with you on a night where he had to work the next day. Yes. And you guys stayed up until 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, twice. I'm not staying up until 2.30 in the morning for my wife that I've been with. For that long. What
3: have I said on the show a million times that is now going to hell in a handbasket in this country with, with the younger generation? Yeah. Communication, talking, met talking, phone calls, communication yep. is the greatest foreplay in the and world. He
1: prefers calls as to opposed to the Because he's, yeah. he's, a, he's a man. He's a he's a, he's a man. Yeah, yeah. He's a man over
3: or thirty-five okay. that is and handling it right.
1: Out. I left one thing out. He has two children
3: that are Does it bother you?
1: No. When I was younger, Maybe, but also they're not like toddlers; they're right. teeners. Right. Yeah. right? So they're olders. Great. right?
0: They they want to stay away from y'all. No, I no? think
1: he spends a lot of time with them, which I encourage. Yeah, but they want to stay great. away
0: from both of you when you guys are together. I
1: don't know; I've never met them, but they seem yeah, very well, sweet.
3: Pointing. Well, case. I
1: mean, again, I've just kind of met this
3: guy. Right. I, was, I know. I, I, mean, like, I know a guy that's got for sure. I know a guy that's got a worse problem than you. You want to hear it?
1: Yeah. All
3: right. <laughs> over the past five months, this guy Matthew Herrick, he he's living in this house. In the past five months, over 1,100 men have showed up to his door, <laughs> expecting uh, to have sex with him. With him? Personally? Yeah, he he's he's actually suing Grindr. Oh, the, no. the thing, the popular dating app for for did gay and somebody, bisexual did men. Did somebody put his thing up on? According as an to ad? a complaint. He's the victim of an elaborate revenge scheme on Griner's platform. An ex boyfriend of Herrick's, I guess the gentleman's gay also. Uh, who says he met him on Grindr has allegedly been creating fake accounts since 2016 October. The accounts have Herrick's I'm not laugh. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. The accounts have Herrick's photos, personal details, including some falsehoods like a claim that he's HIV positive. Oh, oh no, that so, is terrible. That's 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 criminal that's slander. That's criminal, yeah. right? That's slander. Yeah. yeah. So I he's mean, had 1,100 dudes have shown up at this guy's house. If, in five if
0: months. you're giving someone's address out uh, unbeknownst to them, that's criminal already. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, spreading out personal information like
1: that, true or false, it's terrible. Can I tell you, I've been a victim of the very same thing. Seriously? Yes. Okay. So I lived next door at a certain point to a gay friend who was extremely active on the grinder. And what he would do <clears throat> is apparently send them to my apartment to pre-screen them coming in the building. And he would be able to see them And then I'd be like, uh, I don't, you know, I have no idea who you're like, blah, blah, blah. blah. And if he liked them, he'd run out and grab them. So the first time it happened, I leave my front door open sometimes. Like everybody in my building, we have our front doors open. Cats go in and out. People go in and out. It's very fratty, right? right? So I was literally in my bathroom trimming my vagina hair. So I had no clothes on. I've never quite
0: heard
3: it referenced like that. I
0: I don't know why that was... uh, Why was that
3: so scientifically perfect? I don't know why that was necessary (laughs) details in this story.
1: Because I was standing naked in my bathroom... Trimming my pubic hair with a scissor and a comb, See? looking down, hunched like a turtle, and in walked a random grinder gaming. Oh, he walked in? He walked into my fucking oh, apartment. Oh my god. And looked at me, and I looked at him and I was like, Who the fuck are you? So He's he like, went straight at first went,
3: sight, right? He went straight at first sight. No,
1: he went straight <laughs> out my door and started running. And I'm like, Who are you?
3: And that's well, how you found out?
1: Uh well, yeah, that was the first time. And then when it happened a second time, I asked Buddy next door. I'm like, uh, are you diverting them to my apartment Dude. by chance? Mm. And he goes, Oh, yeah, I do it all the time.
3: That's not okay. You got, yes. You got PO'd, right?
1: Uh, yes, I got PO'd. Yeah. Yeah. Pissed I mean, off? I, yeah, I, I, I yeah would, you
3: can say it. It's okay. <laughs> I would, Yeah, of, of the things yeah. that yeah. you say. Yeah.
1: No, I chased that MRFer or or out the building. I'm like, Who are you? And I had like a towel sure. wrapped around me. Why like, was your
0: I, door unlocked?
1: I just said we do that.
0: It's at a, They're a little they're yeah, open. But th- there
1: certain... We're like in a little enclave, conclave.
0: There, there are certain times when you lock your door. I just
1: wasn't realizing. I just got the pension to, to cut the pubic hair. and Ma-
0: Yeah, maintaining yourself is
3: one of those times you lock the yeah, door. Yeah, I would think when you're grooming. I, I think, I think thinking... the the Next time, I, I think it would be like when you're grooming. Yeah, so. no, no,
1: no. Yeah. Now, when I groom, <laughs> yeah. I make sure to keep it locked.
3: So... Uh, I, this is well, Obviously, with the new guy you're dating, it's not going to stay I'm long. I'm not dating.
1: Him. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just hanging out. I think, I think you know, should make him a nice you're, you're
3: dinner. Dating. Put candle yeah. candle lights out. Put some candle good light. shot. Yeah, yeah. Put some shot a or some of the good Ooh, music yeah. up on, yeah. the, on the thing. Create the create the mood. <laughs> yeah. Put on your favorite sweatpants, you know, and just uh, just go to town. Just have a good. time. You know,
0: after dinner, sweatpants might not be a bad move if you're gonna like watch a movie. Yeah, yeah. Together. Yeah. Like, okay. You oh, guess what? I've
3: offered. I want to slip into something more comfortable. Routine and one quick thing. Yeah. Don't make a heavy dinner.
1: No, no, no. Do no, not no, make no. a light no, dinner. I don't want to take a poo. No. I don't want to have to fart. I wasn't
3: really thinking of that no, end of the equation. You have to think about. I was thinking about you don't the guy. Have to
1: go to the bathroom. Look who I, okay, you're talking I wasn't
3: to. going there. I was thinking about the guy who's with you. You don't want to go. Oh, I'm so full. Oh, oh yeah, you
1: know? and also you have to be careful. Like no asparagus. You know that, right? You're a guy. Yeah, so it makes yeah, the yeah. pee smell. Oh yeah. my god. And the cum and the whole inside. Sammy Phillips show, folks. The whole nine on the yards.
0: Show. Has no problem dropping that word, but yeah. uh, but P.O. Yeah,
3: PO. PO <gasps> PO, P-O? I didn't say,
0: He P-O. said
1: P.O. Right. I said.
3: I got some. Off. I got something here for you. Oh, good. Kim Kardashian's tush. Right. Have you seen the
1: photos lately?
3: It's, we're gonna go there too. Literally,
1: her moneymaker.
3: Her moneymaker, but it's for sale now. What? You know how it's for sale? As a pull. Floaty. Oh, yeah. It's a pool floaty of Does the Does it cheeks. come
1: with lumps and bumps?
3: <laughs> right there.
1: Oh, you know what? Mm, that doesn't look like harass.
3: No, is it? They're selling it for $98 on the internet. A pool floaty.
1: You know what? These little kids just popped our two pool floats the other day. I was really annoyed. Talks right. about being PO'd. I'm gonna order the Kim Kardashian ass float for it's, my building. It's
3: right there. Then just it's right. Look, at it. I'll send you the link. I, I went to mass.
0: a Kmart a couple weeks ago in Nashville because I was bored and I uh, you saw found, the Kim Kardashian. No, floating? I found a poo emoji floaty. Which, oh yeah, those uh, are cool. I thought it was funny.
1: Yeah, the you know
3: poop. You guys are sick. Uh, why sick poopers? Oh, I mean, I know, just know my. It was I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It I'm was kidding. Chocolate
1: kidding. pudding. I'm like. All right, let's talk pudding. about that
3: TMZ picture that came out. Do you notice that when the when the one picture of her came out, that was obviously. Lumps and bumps. You could, As a woman, I'll let you do the description. Cottage cheese. So then, or just, it just looks like it's not natural, okay? It's far beyond not natural, it seems. So then the next day, two days later, suddenly these incredible pictures have came out. Do you think those were Photoshopped?
1: Yes. She's hmm. been known, allegedly, supposedly, to Photoshop everything. And then if it's anything that's in like a form-fitting, tight ensemble, there's Spanx, dude. It just like, have you seen the video online? It's like on Facebook, where this... Obese ish woman with wiggles and jiggles and rolls and fat puts her zips herself into this bodysuit and all of a sudden becomes this skinny person.
0: Oh, give me that.
1: Oh, here I'll find it. Here,
0: Please sign yeah. sign me up for that.
3: Yeah, while you're looking for that, that's uh, false
1: advertising though. Because when you take off that like disgusting
3: sweatshirt, I'm married,
0: my wife knows what she well, got. Wait,
3: you know, <laughs> women are entitled to do whatever they want to do. I mean, do you consider push ups and 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 you know, cups and all that go there. Is that false advertising? Yes. Well, no.
1: If it's a push up of your own natural, yeah. God given gifts, no. But if it's the cutlets where it's like the fake who, who water cares? balloons,
0: if it gives, then that's I mean, not. Well, if, if, when you it, take
1: off the bra and the girl has a size A and you think yeah, she has but, a D, but that's not real. That's
0: that's up to those individuals. Like if you if taste. you can do something that makes you feel more confident and and will give you Fine. an edge going yeah. out in public, like go ahead and do that because again, like if you, that might chase away. A, a fling, all right? But it's not going to chase away the the man of your dreams. It's not going to chase no. away true love. Unless you're dealing right?
3: with a shallow hell.
0: Right, right? You know, sure.
3: You're dealing with a shallow how personality that could possibly yeah. happen. So yeah. speaking of tacklet, t- 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 tacky a little bit, as we talk about a few of these things, you know, Aaron Hernandez, of course, we all know that uh, he committed yeah. suicide recently. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Right. The, the car that he allegedly was driving during that 2012 uh, drive-by shooting mm-hmm. was on eBay. What? It was on eBay, oh. and after the bidding—get this. This is sick. I can't understand why— People I mean, are disgusting. It was already at a $100,000 mark. It broke the $100,000 mark, but eBay's pulling it off, pulling you know, it off the auction.
0: You you and I, Bruce, have talked in the past about World War II memorabilia and, and, mm-hmm. and guns, and you've talked about not feeling comfortable owning—
3: Uh, You know anything to do with the genocide, right? Which is not all the German military, right?
0: But 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 again, like that, it's still historical. Do you know what I mean? There's still a lot of historical value to it. While it's grim, it should be preserved to tell stories. This is something that
3: shouldn't be preserved. it Shouldn't be preserved. You know, in Germany, I told this before, but in almost every major city, there'd be a bombed out building. Like in Berlin, there's a church. Uh, In Munich, there's something, and of course, they still have. uh, uh, I think it's Auschwitz or Dachau that you can actually go and tour. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how did, you could feel comfortable doing it's, that, it's, honestly. Mark Ratner took the tour one time, and he said it just it was very hard for him to take that tour, as it is for anybody that has you know feelings of what the horrific things that happened back then.
0: You can't plan anything after that. But that's an example. You
3: know where, I mean? Yeah. Yes. Like, try to go
0: get a cup of ice cream after that.
3: I'm not going to go see a comedy. No. So, like you're saying, you know, preserved and like, the country of Germany is just like, this happened, and, you know, this is the... Not saying we're remembering it. We well, have, like, have to own it. I mean, yeah.
0: th- th- there are plenty of things about this country that are and not I love. Great I love things. Germany. You know how much sure, I love. Sure. Germany. I mean, I love the United States. Yeah. I don't like the way we treated Native Americans when the Europeans arrived here. You most, know what I mean?
3: Most it, people don't realize the numbers involved oh. in that genocide. Yeah. And people knew the numbers that their great country of America was involved in in past genocide. Mm-hmm. I don't think the average person has the real idea. No. You know?
0: No. I mean. It, Anybody that says, oh, these Native Americans that are making money off the, the reservations casino is ridiculous. I wish I could have that. And it's like, I mean, granted, there are a few exceptions, but odds are, you know, your entire family tree wasn't reduced over a short period of time. You know what right. I mean? Like the, the things that happened to those people that, again, were here long before Europeans came. Uh, it's, it's very
1: sad stuff.
3: Very sad stuff. <clears throat> um Getting into some collectible action, you know, Sammy. I know you know Steve McQueen, as we talk about. Oh him yeah, all the time. I know
1: Chad, his son too. Yeah, yeah that's
3: right. Yeah. He's one of my best friends. Yeah, so it. the um, uh, McQueen motorcycle, and you know, the, his stuff goes for hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's crazy. They're following a, his production company following his appearance in a Japanese commercial uh, in nineteen seventy three, or for the nineteen seventy three CR two hundred and fifty. Whatever. I am getting a little ahead of myself here. Uh, they just uncreated an actual Steve McQueen motorcycle. It was in a crate. Wow. And the guy that created it, um, it is from the uh, dealership of the legendary stuntman, Bud Elkins, who is the man that drove the bike in The Great Escape, that jump? Oh, yeah, He's the sure. one. He was the stuntman that did that jump. So the odometer reads 19,400 miles. This bike's going to go for probably close to a million dollars. That's crazy. It's crazy.
0: And, that, I mean, yeah, that, that, that should go. I mean, I don't know if it should go for that high, but, like, after this, we hear something about the Aaron Hernandez, like... <clears throat> You know, evidence to a murder going for a hundred grand. Like I feel better about this situation. Steve McQueen. You know I mean,
3: I I agree. Steve McQueen's fire suit he wore in the movie Lemoine sold for seven hundred fifty thousand. That was a wow. fire suit. That wasn't even a motorcycle. The watch, the Tag Heuer watch he wore in the film, also sold for seven hundred fifty thousand. I can only imagine what this would go for. Another thing I told you about, uh, and if you look on the thing I sent you, TJ, the nineteen fifty four Bowman Mickey Mantle card that I cherish, one of my. Yeah, Prize possessions of my sports collectibles. It's a PSA 7. I talked about a month and a half ago on the show, how it sold for 1800 it's Has it just, gone up? It just sold again yesterday for $2,772. Dang, that's it's a huge markup huge already. Huge markup. That's that set the price. Wow. It. It's not going to go down. It's not going to go down. Yeah. I can't tell you people enough. I say it all the time. Write us about your collectibles on It's Time Radio. Joe DiMaggio, Marilyn Monroe. The iconic couple's marriage certificate is going on the auction block. The winning bid is estimated to reach seventy five thousand dollars for that piece of paper. Wow. Seventy five thousand. Wow. Marilyn Monroe stuff, like Steve McQueen's items, it goes for big money. Those estates each make in the area of like seven to twelve million or more a year, still to this day. That's crazy. And Chad, of course, runs the whole thing for Steve. Wow. Sammy, what do you got to promote here? How's your comedy show going? How's the penthouse going? Everything going well? When yeah, everything's
1: you... going great. Uh, just follow me, guys, on Twitter, the Single Life, Instagram, Sam's Pajama Party, uh, Facebook, the Real Sam Phillips or Sammy P, uh, Sammy Phillips S A M M Y.
3: And when you come back next, I want to hear about this third date and the pajama party you're you're planning.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. There's gonna, tons we're, of. We're going to keep up to
3: date on that, Sammy.
1: Yes, of course. Okay, great Thank you, I love you guys
3: Love you too, thanks for coming in You guys are alright
1: <laughs> Oh, come on, say it, say it now Say you love me, give do it. it
3: Give it to her maker girl. Come on Love you, Bruce What? Like, what about me? Like a brother
1: Yeah, you're, you're great, we're tight No, 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 say the love Say the love, you mean it, you you know it Come on
3: You've got a woman begging for you to say something Come on Give her what she wants, give TJ it t- Give it to me I have legitimate love for you, Sammy there Oh, you okay Legitimate love
1: That's even better than I love you it's that's probably like, even better than puppy love. That's like, yeah. for real, legitimate.
3: Yeah, legitimate. Yeah. That's okay. it. I Let's legitimately
1: down. love you, too. All
3: right. Uh, quick quick shout-out to the boxing world. Last Saturday... I heard about it. ...was a yeah. throwback to the great fights we haven't seen in a long time in the heavyweight division. Uh, the great fighter, boxer, Vladimir Klitschko, for 10 years has reigned. Uh, went up against the 19-0 undefeated Anthony Joshua. I think he's 19-0 now. I, it was a... Fantastic fight. Klitschko were getting knocked down like three times to Joshua's one time. And ended Fantastic in the boxing round. match. Come on. Fanta- okay. Fantastic boxing match. Still people are going to call it fight. Fanta- you no, know, i I know, on. I know. Fantastic boxing match announced by none other than my legendary brother, Michael Buffer. Very happy. 90,000 people sold out. 90,000 people at so Wembley Stadium. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. the UK big, but big The UK, are the great, they go down sometimes as the greatest fight fans in the world. Those guys love their pugilism no matter how much comes through. So congratulations, Anthony Joshua. It's definitely worthy of a rematch. Had so much fun watching that this weekend. You've got the Canelo-Julio uh, Cesar Chavez fight, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. fight coming up, another big fight. Two big boxing matches in a row. And then next week after that, we go to Dallas for UFC 2 Yep. Can't wait. You're going to be there? I'm not. You're not no, going to be there? No. Uh, can't wait to announce that card. sick.
0: No, it's... uh sick. They say everything's big in Texas, and uh, the UFC it's really it. put out a big card for 211
3: to bring it to Dallas. Absolutely. Yeah. Can't wait to awesome see everybody stuff. in Dallas from the Octagon. Can't wait. Uh, I'm going to run up to Canada before that, do a little thing with Budweiser in Canada, go right down to Dallas and have a great show. Outside of that, folks, thank you for tuning in. Everybody, thank you for the recordings coming in, the weddings, the birthdays, everything else. We are a mamma jam at Buffer Enterprises, and we are loving doing these every week on video. I put a special on BruceBuffer.com for those. And also, if you want more intricate, more detailed videos, we can do them on green screen and put anything in the background you want. Just check out BruceBuffer.com for appearances, for fees, for all that, for anything you want, and, of course, for It's Time Radio and everything else going on in my life. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Everybody treat everybody around you with respect. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Be a role model to your sphere of influence. Be honest. Be strong. Set your goals. Write them down. Pursue them. Life is about winning. Why? It's time to win. That's what we talk about on It's Time Radio. That's how I lead my life, and I hope that three-foot theory of putting everything out to everybody listening that you're happy and successful as can be, that will make me happy. That will help me be successful. Do the best you can be. See you next week. Buffer out.
2: It's time with Bruce Buffer is a TJ DeSantis production and is property of Buffer Enterprises Incorporated. Its content is intended for private use only. podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to desantisprod at gmail.com.
1: Toyota's Labor Day sales event is ending soon. Save big with 0% APR on 13 of Toyota's top-selling models, like RAV4,
0: Camry, and Corolla. Don't wait. Toyota's Labor Day sales event ends Monday. Toyota, let's go places. Click the banner or visit buyatoyota.com. The world has changed, and Microsoft Teams is there to help us stay connected. Teams is the safe and secure way to chat, meet, call, and collaborate. To learn more, visit microsoft.com teams.